before Paul early. And this is the pre-W Smith show on 760 WJR. Here is Jeff Sloan. All right, welcome back. Now to a story that you found, Kristen, and wanted to cover for us. Tell us about it. That's right, Jeff. I had a chance to interview Alyssa Burr from MLive about what's going on with uh, possible changes that are coming to the Michigan Food Assistance Program. Alyssa, give us the high-level overview to get started. So the story is focused on Michigan's Food Assistance Program, which is the state-level version of the federal SNAP program, the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program. FAT is just a program making sure that Michiganders receive their nutritional needs. And, you know, there is certain criteria and certain qualifications that people have to meet in order to be eligible for these programs, whether that be income, expenses, or assets. Now, one thing that lawmakers are looking at now with this bill that's moving through the legislature is whether assets is a worthwhile form of eligibility, considering how many people it's hindering receiving these food benefits. Since SNAP is a federal program, Michigan regulates their own food assistance program, so they can kind of change these requirements as needed, depending on, you know, what the, I guess, need is for Michiganders at that time. And, you know, over the years, the asset test has changed significantly. It's something that they try to gauge every year or, you know, every every couple of years. And this is actually something that the bill sponsor, Jeff Irwin, he's looked at before, but now it seems like they're actually trying to move through with this. Now that the Democrats do have the majority, you know, he is the chair of the committee that was looking at these bills, and they actually have bipartisan support. When this bill was introduced initially a few years ago under the Republican-led legislature, uh, didn't really see much movement. It never got a hearing in committee. But now I think, you know, they're actually making concerted effort to kind of change some of these laws. And so let me ask you, it says one of the things in your article, it said that removing the asset test could stimulate local economies. How so? That's a good question. So, you know, that was kind of the thinking behind this bill that was introduced, I believe, a few years ago federally. It was intended to help farmers and local grocers just because if there is no way for residents to pay for their groceries to meet those nutritional requirements, then there's no money that's going back into these economies, into these brochures, into, you know, the for these farmers. So it's really something that would kind of help in a comprehensive way uh, as far as, you know, for the everyday residents, for the economy, and then also looking at just the way that the program is structured and the way that the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services has to go through these eligibility requirements, it's kind of just something that these lawmakers are looking at would help the system as a whole. So is it possible that by pushing this new bill through, the application process will be more streamlined for people looking for assistance. And I'm sure it will help, you know, the people on the other end that are approving applications. But is it also just another way to push people out of the system? 
or is it allowing now to have a, a better application process so that more people could be eligible? So what we're hearing from the department itself is that it may not be that big of a change when it comes to the number of applications or the number of people that are eligible. But as you mentioned, it will give them a more efficient way of determining eligibility when they're looking at these applications. And do we know how many Michiganders are currently receiving nutritional assistance through SNAP? So it's about 1.4 million. And do we know, and I'm going to I'm testing you here, so this is you don't have to know the answer to this, but do you know what the um, federal poverty level for like a family of four, do you know what they would need, like what their annual income would need to be to apply for this? Yeah, well, that's definitely something that's being looked at within this bill. So the federal poverty level for a four-person household is $26,500, but the MDHHS is saying that, you know, the annual income for a four-person household in Michigan should be about $59,000. So pretty much double that. And then, you know, even if this asset test is removed by the state of Michigan, there is still a federal asset test that would apply in some way, shape, or form. It's just not as stringent as the one that we have here in Michigan. And that would kind of look at people who are have a total gross income of over 200% of the federal poverty line, um, whether that be seniors or disabled people. That's definitely something that they would still consider when determining eligibility. And do we know other states that have implemented this? So from what I've seen and from what I've heard, there have been other states that have eliminated the asset testing component. Um, I When I was listening to the Senate hearing a few weeks ago about this bill, um, one of the uh, public policy experts, her name is Monique Stanton, she said that there's around 36 states that have el- eliminated their asset testing. Now, I don't know if I could necessarily speak to, you know, how that worked out for those states, but it does seem to be, you know, an option for Michigan to consider if they want more people to be meeting their requirements and, and to be healthy in the state. And do we know if the Senate Bill 35 does get pushed through? Do we know how soon this will take effect? Not sure. Like I said, it seems to be bipartisan support. So, you know, depending if the lawmakers are able to get enough votes to uh, meet immediate effect, then the law would go into place when it's signed. But if they don't get the two-thirds votes that are needed, then it would um, take a bit longer. And I believe this is something that is going up on the Senate floor this week. So, you know, it could be coming uh, sooner rather than later, depending on how lawmakers decide to vote. Alyssa, thank you so much. That was Alyssa Burr, political reporter at MLive.com. All right, Kristen, great. Thank you very much. Now we're going to head to a break. Back with more in a minute right here on the Pre-W Smith Show. 